Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Ay, 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! And guess what, Zordon? Some other phony alphas have been trying to do my voice! Ay, 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 ay! The Power Rangers will never forgive them! Today on the Power Hour, episode 120, Rangers Road to San Diego Comic-Con, record on July 11th, 2018. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to Ranger Up with your hosts, I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. And I'm Chris, also known as Toku Chris. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Ranger Command Power Hour hiatus, because Eric needs a break and apparently needs to fix his computer. Go to rangercommand.com to listen to all of our past episodes. With better microphone quality. Hi, Eric. How's it going? <laughs> okay, for, for our listeners, I, I just spent a half hour trying to figure out why Omoto was not recognizing my microphone, because it's a piece of crap. Yay. So, yay, technology. But we're here to talk about San Diego Comic-Con. You might have heard about San Diego Comic-Con. It's that event that happens every single year in San Diego um, that sometimes focuses on comics. Yes, but mainly entertainment. <laughs> entertainment and toys. And we're here to talk about that because there are a crap ton of Power Ranger things at San Diego Comic-Con. And, and Chris, are you are you going to San Diego Comic-Con? I am going to San Diego Comic-Con only for a total of like 29 hours. Wow, what a coincidence, because so am I. <laughs> what? We should find out where you're staying. Probably wherever you are. <laughs> Go figure. I never would have thought. So, backstory. Um, yeah. Eric had the, let's call it the, a, a door open for him to be able to get out to San Diego. Yes. And I originally was not planning to go. However, some stars aligned, flights were relatively inexpensive. And <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. And the long story short, doors opened, opportunities presented themselves, and we could not pass said opportunities indoors. So therefore, uh, we both decided to go, and we're only going to go for literally yeah. like a day and a half. Yeah. I mean, I fly out. Wednesday morning, I get there at noon, and then I fly out at like 6 p.m. the next day. So, <laughs> and ironically, I have almost the exact same flight. So, yeah, and I I really won't get home until like 1 a.m. on Friday, and I have to go to work that day. So I'm going to be complete trash on that Friday at work. <laughs> yeah, I think I get home at like 10 o'clock my time, and I don't go back to work. I work nights, so I don't go back to work till 9 o'clock the following night, but I literally go straight into the busy days, so that part kind of sucks. But leading up to it sucks, because I'm normally off like Sunday and Mondays, and because I didn't want to use my vacation time, because I actually have a vacation coming up at the end of July. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I decided to switch my days off, so I'm literally working Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Oh, my God. And then off Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, and then back to work for Friday, Saturday, and then off Sunday, Monday. And then I work that week, and then I'm on vacation the next week. So, And then I come back for two weeks, and then I go on vacation again. Uh, it, it's insane. And 
Also, I will be at Power Morphicon. As will I. Zach will also be there. So uh, we got two thirds of the uh, Ranger Command hosts going to Power Morphicon. For the longest time, I was saying I don't know if I could, but like you said, stars align. I got some influx of uh, income and. I'm able to go, and I'm able to go to both of these things. Ironically, one-third of your hosts are staying in my hotel room. Yes. (laughs) I need to talk to Zach about Sunday, because I don't... (laughs) Well, well, Zach is is more than welcome to also join in on Sunday, because Therese and I have two queens, because apparently... You certainly do. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Two queen beds. <laughs> because apparently all of the hotels around Anaheim and the Disney, there's no like single king beds because it's all for families going to Disneyland. <laughs> I got a single king bed for my PMC hotel room with a balcony. Well, you're Mr. Fancy Pants. I just wanted the balcony. I don't know why. I, d- I could have, for an extra $20, I could have got it overlooking the pool. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> hello, I, you know, I, I like to watch Transformers and Power Rangers, and sometimes I buy the merchandise. I'm one wrong step away from being legally classified as a pedophile. Oh, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> we all are, if you think about it. You're uh, one man. tweet or text away from... Uh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so San Diego Comic-Con is is literally next week. We're recording this on Wednesday. But this time next week, we will be knee-deep in San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, knee-deep? You've never been there, have you? You're going to be shoulder-deep in San Diego Comic-Con. This will be my first San Diego Comic-Con, and I feel like I'm being tossed right into the thick of it. I don't think I'm ready for it. I've been to a lot of conventions, but I've never been to... This is, like, the convention. I would say the closest you've probably been is to like a C2E2. Yeah. That's probably the closest in size, but even that is a much different atmosphere than what you're about to literally get stampeded into. Yeah. So we do have uh, some questions uh, before we get into talking about some of the things at San Diego Comic-Con for Power Rangers. Uh, the Modern Guffaw asked, what is the best place to get tacos in San Diego? Well, I'll answer this again. We answered on our first attempt before we realized everything was broken. So there are three places in the gas lamp district that are perfect for getting your tacos. And each one is a different type of taco. So there is a place called the Tin Fish, which I highly recommend. It's right next to the Omni and Petco Field right across the street from the convention center. Uh, They have the most amazing fish tacos you've ever had. Mm. And I'll be honest, like fish tacos, that just sounds uh, asexual and B kind of gross. So I was never into it uh, until I had them at the Tin Fish. And now when I go, I always get three with uh, an adult beverage to go along with it. And it sits, you can sit outside, you sit right across from the Hard Rock Hotel. So you can, during San Diego, if you can get there and get a seat, you can watch all the celebrities try to sneak in uh, without the fans mobbing them, which they always fail at. (laughs) Um, and then after, after the convention's over with, if you're still there on Sunday, you can actually go, which was always a norm when I do the whole show, uh, we would go Sunday afternoons and, yeah. you know, sit there, go through all the pictures we took, go through all the stuff that we ran around doing all weekend, um, and watch as San Diego literally begins to transform back to regular San Diego, um, which they do in the span 
the San Diego Comic-Con stuff goes up in the span of like two days and comes down in the span of a day. You know, by Monday morning when you're getting ready to get your right. cab back to the, the airport, it's it's back to normal San Diego. All the barricades are gone. There's just random convention trash everywhere. It's, it's interesting. So that's one place to get tacos. There's another place. I forget what it's called. You'll have to forgive me because the only two places I know of by name are Tin Fish and the Field House. Uh, the Fieldhouse is an incredible Irish pub. Oh my gosh. And they have uh, really, they used to serve boxties there, but they don't anymore. So now all they serve is shepherd's, shepherd's pie and, and other authentic Irish food. Uh, and Guinness is on tap. I highly recommend it. But the other mm. place, there's a breakfast place, and I forget the name of it, but it's down, I want to say maybe H Street, which is the main thoroughway. I think that's the Strike Street. I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's H Street, though. And you go in and you can get street tacos. And for being street tacos, they're really freaking good. And there's one more place, which is a bit of a walk. You're talking maybe seven or eight blocks away from the convention center going north, northeast. And I don't know the street names because I don't live in San Diego, but it's away from the gas lamp district. Like you leave the gas lamp district and start going to like strip malls almost. And it's a Mexican place uh, in a strip mall. And I don't know, like we went there three years ago and it was just fantastic. This is some of the best Mexican food I've ever had. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I said, I don't remember where it's at. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what the street is. <laughs> Throw me out there. Put a couple beers in me. I can probably find it or would die. But yeah, it was just fantastic. So those are the three best places to get tacos. Authentic tacos, fish tacos, <laughs> or street tacos. Next question. Well, he also asked in a more serious fashion, in what I imagine is the most overwhelming fan convention ever, how do you balance being there as a Power Rangers blogger slash podcaster slash fan site slash whatever, while also being in love with so many other things there? I'll share a quick story from my first time going to San Diego. Uh, I was completely and totally overwhelmed. Uh, Toku Nation had just launched uh, earlier that year, so it was like my first big foray, or maybe it was the year after that. My, well, that was a couple of years after it, so it was like my first big, like my, the guys that run our network, uh, uh, Tony Bacala, um, stuff like that, or TFW 2005, Torek, that whole network, uh, they invited me to go out because I've been part of that team now for almost 20 years. And so... I went out there, and like I said, it was completely and devastatingly overwhelming. Um, this was when the cast of Super Mega Force was around. Is that right? Uh, no. Yeah. Yes. Or re regular Mega Force. Yeah, whatever. Mega Force. Well, because I'm trying to remember because I know. I think it was Mega Force, and then the following year was Super Mega Force. So, Mega Force. So, anyways, long story short, without getting yeah. crazy, I actually was brought to a meet and greet with Saban Brands by Fury Diamond, the guy that runs currently uh, Neo Saban Power Rangers on YouTube. He and I were, were chummy back then, so he brought me with kind of, I, I think, as payment because I got him a, a gold uh, Gosei Morpher because they were sold out. So, I bought one at the time because mm -hmm. that was before Bandai realized. Oh, we can't have people line up at our booth. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> so it'd be 2013. So I got him that. And so we ended up just kind of hanging out the whole show. Um, went to a JDF meet and greet and stuff like that. But anyways, I was there. My job was to take pictures, right? Because there is probably 150 different booths all selling collectibles or all showcasing collectibles that different people have interest in. And if you've ever been to Toy Arc, they cover all of it except for Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Power Rangers. Why? Because there's other sites on the network that do that. So you go take pictures of your stuff, but I'm sorry, you know, my site covered on the American side, Power Rangers, that's two booths, maybe. Right. Uh, and then the rest of it is everything else. And my first year there, I remember 
that was when Power Rangers had a much bigger social game going on when it came to conventions. And they were like, hey, we're going to have the Power Rangers out at various street corners in San Diego. If you get there, you can get a prize. And so, of course, I'd set up, like, Twitter alerts, and so my phone would go off, and I'd be, like, in the middle of shooting a booth. I'm like, I have to go, and i just take off running. <laughs> and I did this, like, four or five times, because every time it was a different thing. Like, they gave a, a Megaforce 20th anniversary Power Rangers poster with this cast right. all signed on it, or whatever was one of the giveaways they gave, along with a goodie bag with a bunch of stuff. And I totally abandoned my responsibilities of why I was there in the first place to basically chase after little stuff that was kind of meaningless. <laughs> and would purposely make my trek back to like the Bandai booth whenever I could to talk to, at the time it was Brian, just whenever I could, you know, and it, it, yeah, it was just, it was bad, man. And then I got, you know, you get that celebrity, <laughs> celebrity fever where you see a celebrity and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, it's so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah. That happened to me. I think, was that the year I think I shared an elevator with Robert Kirkman like nine times? Yeah. It was something crazy like that. Oh, yeah, you told me that story. That was, yeah, nuts. It was nine times over the course of the weekend. And finally, the last time I was like, you've taken a lot of my money. And he was like, yeah, and you've made me pretty rich. <laughs> I was kind of like, well, I haven't given you all that much. Uh, <laughs> I imagine oh some of the money from what I spend goes to your publisher. But anyways, so how do you balance it? You know what, man? To be honest with you, that first time, you can't. Um, I, I refer to Jordan, you know, uh, Deno at Tokyo. Yeah. He went one time and... You know, he might be like, oh, I thought I did a pretty good. No, man, he was saying he had the same boat I did. He was, he went right when he was supposed to go left. He was up when he should have been down. Oh my God. It's just, it's hard to stay focused because. Of course. Just when you think you're good, like, okay, you know, I, I, I managed to get away from this booth that had really cool Star Wars stuff. You know, I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but uh, when I'm looking at actual props from the movies, yeah, I become a big Star Wars guy. Oh, yeah. You walk away from that booth, and next thing you know, you're at a booth of that's selling stuff you actually collect, you know, like the one tokusatsu dealer that's in the show. And you're like, oh, cool. Oh. And then you turn a corner, and there's, uh, you know, Scott Zillner at the Power Morphicon booth, and they got a Power Ranger there. And you're like, cool. And then you turn to the left, and hey, oh, my God, there's Microsoft Xbox at the time 360 or whatever. Right. Oh, wow, there's the new Halo game. And look over there, and oh, my gosh, it's Nintendo, and there's Sony over there, you know. And then you turn the corner, and I think that your Bandai was like right there. <laughs> It's like, oh, there's the Power Ranger stuff again. It was just hard, you know. And then there's, yeah. all, and of course, then there's events happening everywhere. So, like American Ninja Warrior always sets up like a little booth for you to go run through their own gauntlet, you know. And then the Fear of the Walking Dead or the Walking Dead always had like zombie crawl. Right. Game of Thrones, you can line up and go get your picture taken sitting on the actual throne from Game of Thrones. It's like, what do you want to do? Because it's there. That's just the top of it. Then you also have Hall H and all the hundreds of panels happening every freaking hour. And then you have to remember you have to eat. So, <laughs> and some places, yeah, you line up and you just wait in line. You know, like Entertainment Earth, their booth is ridiculous. The yeah. line starts and does not end. Um, and you'll sit there for three hours. Yeah, and that's my big fear with me going to San Diego Comic-Con. Because I can be very easily distracted. But at the same time, I know I need to plan out, okay, I want to see this, this, and this. And I'm going to have to map it out because otherwise I'm going to fall into that pit. And that's even if I can get onto the show floor. And on top of that, too, because for you it would be Thursday. Right. Is when we're looking to be able to find a way to get Eric onto the show floor. And even then, man, like you have to remember it's, it's the first full day of the show, which means... Right. 
the walkways inside are shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And then you get into the booth and there's five other people with you in a booth that should probably comfortably fit three. And it's just going to be crazy and you're going to get lost. You're going to be like, okay, I'm right. looking for booth four, four, five, five. And you're like, okay, here's four, four, five, two, four, four, five, four, and four, four, five, six. Where the F is four, four, five, five? You know, it's, it's around <laughs> the corner, you know, but going around the corner at San Diego is a nightmare. And that's the thing. I don't want to miss my flight. It's going to be crazy. I even had a couple people DM me about, oh, hey, man, you're going. Can you get me this exclusive? I'm like, no, I'm only there for a couple hours or a few hours. And I just want to experience a show. I, I don't want to spend the very little time that I have in a freaking line and not maybe even get what I want there. If I'm going to get anything, I'm going to get it for myself. You know? Yeah. The best way I can prepare you for it is just to throw you in there. <laughs> all right <laughs> tell you to set a timer on your phone to when to get back to the hotel <laughs> <laughs> so we have adam at little adam 87 on twitter he asked do you think boom ordered the legacy psycho green figure or do you think bandai offered it to them do you believe a good amount of actual fans get exclusives at san diego comic-con or is it mostly scalpers well, I don't know the exact specifics. This is just me speculating, but my assumption would be if, if someone's going to be carrying and selling a figure through their booth, that they probably ordered the figure from the company that made them. Um, right. So I believe that's a safe bet. Plus, it's a recolor. That's all it is. A recolor with a new casted weapon. That's all. Yeah. Do I believe a good amount of actual fans will get exclusives at San Diego? Do you think it's mostly scalpers? Here's the thing, man. Like, Everyone talks about like, oh, don't be the guy that scalps. But when you buy a Magic the Gathering set for $45 and it sells for 500 on eBay, right? Mm, do I want something that I really don't care about or do I want to get my money back for going to the show? You know, um, yeah. And, and a lot of times you have to remember scalping to an extent, you know, uh, I mean, for people that have never been to San Diego, they don't quite understand the extent that you go into to try to get an exclusive from the show. Right. Um, you know, some people do all their sales through the pavilion. And you have to go up there, and that's where you get your ticket to be able to go buy the convention exclusive in the first place. Others let you line up at the table, um, you know. And it, like I look at Bluefin uh, Tamashi Nations, man, like they literally line up, and their line starts going down the the aisle into their booth, and then takes a break and hits the wall, and just lines up against the wall all the way to the freaking you know fire exit. And that's what, and it just keeps moving and it's slow and it's painful because it can only do one or two transactions at a time. It's a convention right. center. So it's not like it's, you know, T1 level, you know, internet. It's your, you know, you're talking spotty Wi-Fi. You're swiping a card through a reader on an iPad. <laughs> um, it's, it's rough, man. And yeah. a lot of times you don't know if they want cash or if they want credit till you actually get there. So, I mean, do I believe scalper? Oh, I mean, yeah, let's face it, man. Like in the Power Rangers fandom, I was having this conversation yesterday in the Power Rangers fandom. I think there's an excess number of people who are fans who want the product, but very little who actually go and try to get it from like a San Diego. So therefore you have a high demand, um, right. but you have little to zero actual fans racing to go get it. Because what happens is, yeah, I'm a fan of Power Rangers, but oh my gosh, I also love this. And which one do I really want? Hmm. And Power Rangers set a bad precedent back when they did the, you know, the 24 karat gold top oh, yeah. morpher and then the dragon dagger. And people see what those go for still to this day in the aftermarket. Yep. And it becomes a, well, hey, I can get this and sell it and make bank, which is why I laugh when I got like my $200 black and gold Saba saver because that's back up to like 500 now. So, yeah, I spent oh, 200 geez. bucks on something that was like 120 at the show. Right. 
and I still have it. I don't know where I put it, but I have it somewhere. <laughs> it's probably next to your White Ranger vinyl that I got you. Yeah, wherever the hell that is. <laughs> that was with it. That was from the same show. But Four years later. And then Mr. Mike Canada, he asks, is there anything at, that San Diego Comic-Con can learn from other cons, or is San Diego Comic-Con the cream that rises to the top? Oh, you know how I feel about cream that rises to the top. Um, hey When it comes to San Diego Comic-Con, that, that's what every con wants to be because, let's face it, man, I don't even – hundreds of millions of dollars it makes? I don't even know. That is the cream of the top. Whatever San Diego Comic-Con has its flaws, which it does have plenty, can it learn from? Sure. Are they practical to try to implement? No. You know, one of the biggest things they changed in the last couple of years was they made it so you can't just show your badge and walk in. And that was to stop counterfeit badges. Now you actually have to scan your badge, and it registers you going in, and then when you leave, you have to scan your badge to leave, and it registers you going out. If you scan your badge and go in and then hand your badge out to somebody else and they try to go in, guess what? They ain't getting in. Plus, now they've increased their security. People walk on the floor making sure your badges are visible. Um, That was their biggest opportunity, and they fixed that more Mm -hmm. than any other show really besides them. So I I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard to say, but as far as I'm concerned, San Diego's the top of the top. I did have a couple questions come about on one of the tweets I originally put out, so let me pull those up just so I can answer those real yeah, quick. Sure. I'm excited. Deca Blue 25 is going. Um, yeah, I saw that. For people who don't know, he was one of the people responsible for convincing Greg, uh, who used to work at Bandai, to really take a look at the Zeo items to see if he should make you know push the legacy Zeo items. So you like your legacy Zeonizer, your golden power staff, or your yeah. future gold Zeonizer. Deca Blue is one of the guys you need to be like, yo, dude, thanks for being a bro. I'm like fist pounded. Uh, Edward Sanchez at Edwards the Man. Edward is the man. Ask me what my favorite San Diego Comic-Con exclusive is. Uh, I said this year ever, and he said both. Uh, So, okay. So, for this year, I would say my favorite exclusive is honestly probably the Solo Chokogan Megazord Recolor that Bluefin Tamashii Nations is selling. Oh, it looks gorgeous. That's a fantastic piece to any collection, just in general, to add a repaint color that's going to match the Dragonzord is one, genius, and two, I can't even fathom like how beautiful that would look in person. So that's, yeah. that's probably my favorite exclusive this year. As far as my all-time favorite exclusive that San Diego's done, if we're going to look at the Power Rangers side of it, I would probably say, and a lot of people are going to be like, what, really? But it's the first time I've ever seen it done. It was the only time I ever saw it done. It was overpriced, but it was mm-hmm. still really cool. was the Power Rangers Super Samurai SH Figure Arts gift set, the Bluefin Tomachinations. Wow. And you're talking every accessory. Yeah, it had yep. a metallic shine color to it, but you're talking like every accessory. Most yep. of those, except for red in Japan, were premium Bandai releases. Yep. You know, then you got the the white armor. For, I mean, it was just it was such a great set. I was able to get that set for super cheap, like a couple years later, because there were some sites that were offloading it because they couldn't get rid of them, and that was the big problem that you know eventually ended up to not have SH figure arts, even though there are some this year, which we'll talk about. Bandai's biggest problem was that all they were doing was trying to resell something that if you're a diehard fan, you already bought from Japan. Right. That's the downside to SH Figure Arts. You have to make it different, like the Armored Mighty Morphin Black Ranger. Mm-hmm. So that was different enough, and people wanted it, and that sold fairly well. Yeah, you saw yeah. it drop down to like maybe 50 bucks eventually towards the end, but $65, um, that sold very well. If they were to do that for the other ones, those would do well, too. So let's talk about some of the Power Ranger exclusives this year at San Diego Comic-Con. It is the 25th anniversary of the franchise, and... Uh, we got some pretty cool exclusives here. First off, from at the actual Bandai booth, uh, booth 3535, the Legacy Gold Ranger Zeonizer for 120 bucks. 
This is styled after the original toy, even though they say, oh, it's show accurate. It was never in the show. Jason used glowing fists. Those are the best. Yeah, the glowing fists. And the only thing that really changed about it, aside from, like, because it's got the King Ranger symbol on the face, and it's gold-plated, so it is a, a bit different. But as far as the sounds, they only added one sound effect with actual ASJ voice saying, uh, you know, Gold Ranger power. And I think that's pretty cool. Is it 120 bucks cool? Plus standing in a line, plus scalper right. fees. Mm. on ebay that sucker's going for like 300 bucks and i did a hard pass on that i actually have a middleman that i've used before that's on ranger board even though i'm going to the show i'm using a middleman to get my exclusives but there's still no guarantee that i'm going to get those exclusives in the first place because that guy has to stand in line get the exclusives i don't know how he does it but he's been doing it for years on ranger board some people make it a habit where they'll, they'll pay people to go stand in line for him so yeah legacy gold ranger zeonizer it's cool but for me it's not 300 aftermarket cool my feeling on it as a collector do i want it kind of because you know it's my stuff so i collect at the same time am i gonna go stand in line for it no am i gonna pay 300 dollars for it no so i probably won't get one and i'm okay with that yeah and then boom studios this week announced a ton of exclusives their booth is 2229 first off they have the psycho green legacy figure which if you read the comics psycho green showed up in issue 20 of the series and there was never a psycho green in the show so he is a comic exclusive and it makes sense that they're selling him at the boom studios booth limited to 1500 pieces and the first 250 of those sold or they're going to have 250 of those paired with a special psycho green cover for mighty morphin power rangers number 28 so on its own the figure goes for 45 bucks but the bundle with the comic it's only 50 so you're paying five dollars for a cover that's only limited to 250 that's a pretty amazing deal so i mean if you're at the show definitely go get that yeah i'm curious how they're gonna handle lines and how they're gonna handle this transaction because in theory they should have yeah. a lot of people lined up for it so i'm curious if they're gonna limit per day transactions or what they're gonna do yeah we have no idea mighty morphin power rangers 28 the psycho green cover that is the only way that you can get that cover is with the figure they also announced Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 29, which actually comes out preview night of the show. That's when it's released worldwide next Wednesday. They're going to have a special Hyperforce cover by Jordan Gibson. I met Jordan Gibson at uh, C2E2 a couple months ago in Chicago. Awesome guy. He does all the like flashback covers for the main series, like awesome moments from the show. He did the beautiful Jason in the gold ranger costume looking at the red ranger costume so that's incredible but now he drew this amazing hyperforce cover with all the characters helmetless it's a really great composition and it's limited to 500 issues at the show i wonder why they picked 29 to have hyperforce on the cover like i get like you know to have exclusive to have hyperforce and keep that going on the exclusive right. train but i hope they really do like include them in the comic somehow or put them in somehow so people can rejoice yeah that would be amazing it, it was kind of weird that 28 will have psycho green but 29 has hyper force so who knows i mean it would be cool if they showed up somehow in the shatter grid event that'd be amazing agreed and then go go power rangers 11 
has the Ranger Slayer cover. This is by Nyani Montez, who does all the helmet ones. And man, those are incredible covers. This is limited to a thousand and they probably increase that because there's definitely more of a demand for that style of cover. Yeah, I want Gani Montez to draw like everything ever. Yeah. Just do them now and let them release them over time. I'll buy them all. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and then they have uh, push pin exclusives. I got a couple of these. I got the Shattered Grid ones at C2E2 at their booth. These are designed by artist Phil Murphy. They have the Mighty Morphin Green Ranger, the Ranger Slayer, Gravesword, Lord Draken Evolution 1 form, and the Evolution 2 form, which is great because we finally get like a clear front shot of that Evolution 2 form. It's a little bit hard in the comics, but those are limited to 500 per pen. I want them. I'm also afraid to get them because then I want the ones I missed. Yeah, exactly. I was able to get like the regular Lightning Bolt and then the Shattered Grid Bolt, and I was okay with that. My wife got the Mighty Morphin Yellow Helmet pen because that's her jam. So yeah, those are the Boom Studios exclusives for Power Rangers, and They really killed it in the announcements. Like, everyone was going nuts. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. They did a great job. They're going to have a great show. Yeah. Entertainment Earth, booth 2343, has the Psycho Silver Legacy figure, and that's for 45 bucks. And if they have some left over, they will be fulfilling pre-orders on their website. I pre-ordered on their website, but I also pre-ordered through my middleman. So I'm either paying 45 bucks or 80. So who knows? And the past entertainment earth hasn't always limited the number you could buy at the show. I was saw a story when Toys R Us had masterpiece sound wave coming out and Toys R Us, they were at entertainment earth first. And yeah. someone rolled up and bought like three pallets oh, of them. God. And because someone's like rolling them off with oh, pallet jacks God. and stuff, it was crazy. So hopefully they limit it so someone doesn't come up and buy like 30 of them and then turn around and try to flip them for 100 bucks a pop because that'd be really cheap. That'd be insane. Cheap as in like not cool, not cheap as in that's affordable. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then Bluefin, Tomashi Nations, as we mentioned before. And these were really the, the exclusives that we've known for for the longest time. Their booth is 3545. They have the San Diego Comic-Con Sola Chagokin GX76 Black Megazord Edition with the Dragonzord colors. This retails for 300 bucks, and I can't even imagine what the aftermarket price is going to be on that. I don't know. I just uh, It's going to be one of the situations where if I'm presented with the opportunity to have it for $300, like it's going to be really hard to say no because I know if I don't say yes, if I right. want it later, it's going to cost me $400, $500, $600. And I'm looking at, at Rachel right now. She's looking back at me, and her eyes just keep getting darker and darker and darker. It's like... Darren doesn't need to go to college. He can have a solo choke again. Megazord recolored. <laughs> what do you want, Darren? Do you want college or a Megazord? Megazord. Say college. Do you want school or a toy? School. School or toy? Just I heard him say school. You want a toy, don't you? <laughs> Ooh. If I, if I get one, Eric, it's going home with you. Okay. <laughs> they have the red and green Ranger SH figure arts re-release, but this time they include heads that you can swap out with the likenesses of Austin St. John and Jason David Frank as Jason and Tommy. And I believe yeah. those are going for 65 bucks. There's a lot of, of poop talk going on about those because people are like, oh, they look stupid. Blah, 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 blah. You're going to buy them. You're going to yeah. buy them and you're going to want them. If anything, for the customization options, I mean, you can take Tommy's head and he can become anyone you have now. Tommy could be Kamen Rider build. Think about it. Just think about it. <laughs> yeah. 
as common writer build you can make that happen with this i like them i think it's great you know we got white coming at new york comic-con uh, i'm sorry it's a, a regular release i'm sorry and then red right. and green is san diego so my question is where's blue yellow pink and uh, black yep we get them time will tell <laughs> and then finally from bait and i'd never heard about them before but uh, they're at booth uh, 5645 if you collect funko pops i do it's the black and gold alpha funko pop yeah it's alpha 5 but in hyperforce uh, alpha 55 was black and gold so it looks more like a hyperforce version of alpha 5 and that's for 20 bucks at the show it's not a bad deal for a funko pop so right if you're a funko pop collector i'll get that like if you're not sold on anything else go for that because that one in theory will jump up in price over time especially if there's only a limited number yeah and no idea on the limited edition of that one so those are all the exclusives hold on eric we're gonna play a game sure i'm going to go down the list of exclusives and you with a simple yes or no answer whether or not you want them like okay. if you have the opportunity to get it at cost do you want it okay oh at cost okay yeah, yeah. whatever it costs you know not middleman fees or whatever just at cost yeah. if someone walks in and goes hey do you want the gold united for 120 bucks it's just done okay so no reasoning just yes or no and then you can do it to me too you ready okay okay gold ranger zionizer yes psycho green legacy figure yes psycho green comic book cover it's with the figure so yes hyperforce comic cover absolutely Ranger Slayer comic cover. Yes. Push pins. Uh, no. Psycho Silver. Yes. Solo Choke and Megazord. Yes. SH Figure Arts Red Ranger Helmetless. No. Green Ranger Helmetless. No. Black and Gold Alpha Funko Pop. Yes. Okay. All right. So for you, okay. Zionizer. Sure. Psycho Green. Sure. The Hyperforce cover. Uh, nah. Ranger Slayer cover. Nah. Push pins. Probably. Psycho Silver. Yes. Solar Chagogan Black Megazord. Yup. Red Ranger. Yup. Fiord. Green Ranger Fiord. Yup. Alpha 5 Funko Pop. Nope. All right. If you want my reasonings, I have Solar Chogogan, the, you know, the Daisujin, the Japanese packaging or yep. whatever. I have the Dragon Caesar on order. I like to get the, the recolor. You know, it's not one of those things that's going to be readily available in the future. I like to see the line continue and I want to support it any way I can. So if that's an option for me to support it, then I'll do it. Uh, the SH Figure Arts, like I said, I, I want the, all the Power Ranger ones that have been released. I have all the Sentai ones that have been released. I just want to continue that. I like them. I think they're the greatest figures ever. Granted, these are older mold, molds, so they're not up to the standard of today these are molds from probably 10 years ago so mm. funko pop like i said i don't do funko uh, ranger slayer cover i don't have any of the other covers really i don't collect right. them so adding another one is kind of silly at this point hyperforce cover i love power rangers hyperforce i do and i think jordan gibson does a great job with the artwork it's just i don't live breathe and die hyperforce like some other people so uh, right. for me if that's an opportunity for someone else to get it they can get it because i'd only get it just for the fake fact that it's an exclusive yeah silver legacy figure and green legacy figure the psychos um yeah because i'm collecting the, the legacy figure line so i have every figure released so far minus the movie megazord from san diego comic-con last year which i really don't have an urge to go get i have that though part of me wants it just to complete it but at the same time I'm like eh, you know 65 70 dollars for better paint the gold zionizer again i collect gold zeo merchandise so i'm yeah i'm like giving the middle finger to bandai at the same time <laughs> but you know whatever there you go there's my list and as to why yeah anything else about san diego that we want to cover Obviously, everyone's been talking about Hasbro. Hasbro is now the yeah. owners of Power Rangers. They own the property. Um, you can see it on this, all the stuff Boom Studios showed off. It's got a nice big old Hasbro logo yep. at the bottom of it now. All the copyright marks have Hasbro now. Yeah, they're transitioning <laughs> over. You know, this this is now Hasbro's baby. So considering that this is the first major convention of this year, and they usually retail or show off retail product for next year, 
do you think we will see any potential Hasbro Power Rangers product like Beast Morphers or if they choose to go forward with a, a legacy line of their own? What do you think we would see after that? Basically, do you think we'll have anything and do you think we'll see it at the show? I have a strong inclination that, yes, we will see something. Mm-hmm. I think it's too soon to show something physical. So I think if they're going to show anything off, it might be cool concept art for products. Because, I don't know, like it, it just seems too soon. If anything's going to be physical, it might be a 3D printed mock-up something. I think, because we're in July right now, and Beast Morphers will premiere in theory in January, February of next year. But they can't do products until Product April. can't come out till April. But that is also only, if you think about it, seven months away. And usual development cycle takes nine months, if not a full year, if not 16 months. And you can't assume that Hasbro waited until they signed the dotted line and then ran forward with their stuff. You would assume that they've started at least concept back before the deal was even announced that it was going to happen. So my, my best guess is I would not be shocked if we saw not finalized product, not packaging, but at least right. hand-painted Prototypes. Prototypes of at least the beginning of Beast Morpher stuff. I would not be surprised at all if we saw that. Maybe their answer to the legacy figure line? Maybe. That one, it's a little bit harder for me to chew on that one a little bit, I guess, because we don't know what their plans are. I'm sure they're going to tell us their plans. I'm sure we'll get it this year. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Hasbro Power Rangers panel. I haven't looked at the panel schedule yet or if they've even put all the panels up yet. I don't think they have. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Hasbro presents the Power Rangers panel or, you know, something like that. Because they do one for Transformers and for Marvel and for Star Wars. I wouldn't be surprised if they did a Power Rangers one. Um, If they don't, it's because they just don't have enough ready to show off yet. But I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I don't want to be like, yes, we're going to see something because I don't know. I literally don't know. We sit here and we're like, hmm, is Hasbro going to show something? Everyone, all these people are going to San Diego. What's going on? Honest to God, we don't know. We don't know. It's one of those things where I I think I might have to come back to this and maybe we'll have to talk about it again before the show. (laughs) It's one of those things where you you really want to sit down and for me, because my schedule is all wonky, I eat at different times. Like dinner for me is breakfast and breakfast is dinner and stuff like that. So I'll sit down at at dinner and think about it or or maybe sit down at breakfast and I'll think about it then. Yeah, I mean, everyone loves a good breakfast. It helps start the day. So, yeah. Well, for me, it's dinner. So, or is it? I don't even know. But I get up at normal times. I just sleep like three hours a day. <laughs> and we will be getting zero sleep at San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> if everything that, that we've talked about doing happens, yeah, there'll be no sleep. I'm going to be too jazzed to even think about going to sleep. I'm going to be on adrenaline and who knows? I'm going to have to, <laughs> I'm have to sleep on, on the plane and I'm going to have to sleep some t- fish tacos off until the badge pickup. And then after that, we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, man, like yeah. I just. And you know what? Truth be told, you'll probably see a lot of stuff leak out Wednesday before the show even opens just because you have different people through different avenues, different avenues that are going to be there sniping pictures. It happens every year. I'll never forget when I asked Craig if I could take a shot. (laughs) The Legacy Thunder Megazord. He's like, yeah, dude, go for it. Own it. It's your scoop. Own it. (laughs) You know what shade I got from other people in the fandom for that? Like behind the scenes. Ooh. Yeah. How did you get the first picture? Like I asked, (laughs) (laughs) I asked and he was like, yeah, dude, Toku Nation exclusive. Go for it. I was like, okay, well let's, let's do it. Let me take a quick cell phone picture before security throws me out and we'll do it. 
So I foresee sniping obviously happening. You don't have necessarily have to wait till five o'clock California time or whatever on Wednesday. You might see something at three o'clock California time or two o'clock California time or at one. And of course, I'll have obviously I'll have friends in the show that'll send me pictures of stuff they snipe anyways if they don't want to get in trouble. So oh sure, <laughs> uh, there's a ninety nine point nine percent chance that whatever is there, we're gonna know about it before we share it. It's the code of conduct, I guess, is the best way to put it. Yeah, so Ranger Command, Togu Nation, a whole bunch of other fan sites that you know and love will probably be at San Diego Comic-Con and will come back from hiatus, at least for Ranger Command, with all the news. But, I mean, I'll be tweeting from Ranger Command, Twitter, everything going on. I might do, like, a little Periscope thing, but it's going to be crazy. All your favorite fan sites will probably be showing something off. Just open up the internet, open up Twitter, open up Facebook, <laughs> open up Instagram, and just make sure you refresh the feeds of whichever one you follow. Exactly. Starting on Wednesday and don't end it till the end of the day on Thursday. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. Well, when should we, just because San Diego Comic Con starts at 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. doesn't mean something's not going to happen before then. So always exactly. keep the browser open. After Friday, I think Boom has a panel on Friday, maybe even Saturday. After Saturday, when the final panels are done for anything Power Rangers related, then you can shut it down or whatever. Sunday's just clean up, go home. <laughs> Saturday's the last real content day. So Wednesday, you don't usually get much. You get first peaks or whatever, and then... It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or the meat of the show. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Wake up early and get ready Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, I guess if you guys have questions, obviously my, my Twitter's at Chris. Feel free to hit me up anytime you need to or you want to. If you have a question, mm-hmm. you know, if you want an extra picture of something, I can try to help you out. Keep in mind I am also doing work while I'm there. It's not just play. Yeah. So I will do my best to try to answer any questions you have. Wednesday night, don't even bother reaching out to me. I'm going to be busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thursday's really the only day to do it for sure. And I'll be busy because I'll be helping you guys at Toy Arc. So, well, yeah, Toy Arc, Toku Nation. Eric's gonna kind of be the kind of sort of home base, home base from live from location. Well, thank you for joining me, Chris. Thanks for having me, Eric. And I'll see you next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I'll see you in less than seven days. Yeah, so Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail dot com. Or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph, rangercommandpowerhour, all one word, on Instagram and Facebook. Follow us there. We are currently on hiatus, but hey, we're still releasing an episode. So uh, we got a, a few more giveaways and stuff going on this month. But we'll be back in full swing August 4th with a brand new episode. Thank you guys for listening and hope you enjoyed this little kind of sneak peek talking about San Diego Comic-Con. All the action starts Wednesday and, like Chris said, doesn't end until Saturday. So Keep your browsers open and and your ears open and your eyes open and and your mind open. Don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. And wear deodorant if you're going to San Diego Comic Con. (laughs) All right, guys, we will catch you later. All right. See ya. See ya. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH and like us on Facebook.com slash RangerCommandPowerHour. This is b 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and you're listening to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. 
By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks 